Randy Bachman's Vinyl Tap, brought to you by You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. This is Randy Bachman, and you're listening to the Vinyl Tapcast. For a full list of songs played, visit randybachman.com slash vinyl tap, and then hit the link. Hi, welcome to the weekend and Randy's Vinyl Tap. Put on your seatbelts and get ready for a ride in the rock and roll time machine. We're celebrating music from yesterday and today and gluing it together with stories and memories. Our theme this week is songs that you don't know what they're called and they're hard to buy and they're hard to Google and they're hard to get on iTunes. And if you went to a record store, you'd have to sing the whole song and hope the record person in the store recognized what you were saying. So we're going to start with a song I thought was really cool. It was by a band called Dishwalla who are from California. This was a big, big hit. It won two ASCAP awards in 1997, 1998, as the most played song of the year on radio. And maybe they kept playing it and playing it, trying to find out what it was really called, because the guy sings, tell me all your thoughts of God and what she really looks like. So referring to God as a woman, a goddess. And I don't know why, because maybe somewhere in the song, he said the words, counting blue cars. So here is Dishwalla kicking off our show of misnamed songs, Counting Blue Cars. Counting Blue Cars, Dishwalla, and a first misnamed songs. Here's our second misnamed song by a band I've known since 1964 when they started. And um, I had a confrontation with them in England in 1967. They were called The Who. I was with The Guess Who. We went to England in 1967. We went to see The Who one afternoon at the Marquee Club where they were taping for German television. They blew our brains out because the Marquee Club was a tiny little club and they played um, My Generation three or four times on Happy Jack. And we sat down with them and said, you got to change your name because we're the guess who and you can't be the who. And they said, forget about it. There's the birds in the yard birds. They can be the who and the guess who. Their song is called Baba O'Reilly. I call this song, and you would probably call the song, Teenage Wasteland. 1971, The Who, with Baba O'Reilly. Parentheses, Teenage Wasteland. The Who with Bob O'Reilly, subtitled Teenage Wasteland, a great, never a single, but sold millions and millions of albums because it gets played all the time, even now, and it's wonderful to listen to on rock radio. That was The Who. And now, speaking of The Who, (laughs) here's The Guess Who, a song written by Mr. Burton Cummings, and I don't know why it's called Sour Sweet. Sour and Sweet is S-U-I-T, like it's a hotel room, but you get the impression Burton is alone, in his hotel room, maybe with a piano, and he's sitting there alone playing his piano. And so this is called Sour Sweet, but nobody knows why, because he never says that in the song. But what he always goes and says is, I'm stuck here in 46201. 
stuck in 46201. There's got to be something better than me, 46201. And Todd and I looked it up, and 46201 is Indianapolis, Indiana. So Burton is stuck in Indianapolis, Indiana, and he wrote this song, Big Hit for the Guess Who. I'm on tour with Burton Cummings all this summer, so check our websites, Burton Cummings or Randy Backman or Bachman and Cummings, and you'll see where we're playing. We just finished Ontario. It was fantastic. Here was Burton Cummings with the Guess Who, Sour Sweet. Also, 46201. Don't want to listen to my telephone ring Or sing, ding-a-ling, or talk about a thing Not this morning That was Burton Cummings, and I just heard another name for that. Don't want to listen to my telephone ring. He said that over and over in the song, and then he stuck in 46201. You're listening to the Vinyl Tapcast. All the songs I'm playing are available on Spotify. To find them, go to randybackman.com slash Final tap and hit the link at the bottom of the page. You'll find the songs there. We're doing mistitled songs. And here's one by the Beatles. I don't know what to call it. But if I sang the beginning, you'd know what I mean. Because there's no title and there's no hook. And I would just say, turn off your mind, relax and float downstream. That's what I would call this song. The Beatles and John Lennon called it Tomorrow Never Knows. Here's the Beatles 1966. the Beatles with Tomorrow Never Knows and staying in jolly old England where they like to twist the language a bit. Led Zeppelin, 1973, a song written by John Bonham, the drummer, John Paul Jones, the bass player, Jimmy Page, the guitar player, and Mr. Robert Plant, the singer. You can tell they jammed this song out because they all got songwriting credit. The song peaked at number 20 in Billboard. The title has nothing to do with what the song is. In fact, I would call this song, oh, 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 oh. That's what I would call it if I was trying to explain it to somebody. This song title came from a Cockney joke, and the joke goes like this. The first guy says, my wife and I just went on vacation. The second guy says, Jamaica? And he says, no, she came along with her own free will. In Cockney dialect, Jamaica sounds like Jamaica. We're going on vacation. Where? Did you make her? No, I didn't make her go. We just went together and had a great time. So basically, they're joking about Jamaica. Here is Led Zeppelin. I would call it Oh, 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 Oh. Zeppelin with Jamaica or Jamaica. Now we're going to give you a double shot. These guys love to write songs where you don't understand the title or you don't get the title. They are called, well, they wanted to name their band. This is Scott Wheeland and Robert DeLeo. 
They wanted to name their band. They're driving down the highway. And I have seen highway signs that I thought, wow, this is a great name for a band because it's free advertising. I called one of my publishing uh, firms Topsoil because you see a sign the side of the road that goes Topsoil. So they saw this on bumper stickers driving on the highway, a beautiful shiny oval that said S-T-P. And they said, wow, what could that stand for? How about Stone Temple Pilots? Two songs, one is called Creep from 1993, was a number two song on Rock Hit Parade, and Interstate Love Song, a number one song on mainstream rock. So we're going to give you double Stone Temple Pilots, and I don't know why these songs are called, what they're called, Creep and Interstate Love Song. a double shot of Stone Temple Pilots. We're now going to play the most successful, famous, and still rocking and rolling singer, songwriter, musician in the world, Mr. Paul McCartney. He's had an incredible career. He's still on tour. He doesn't need to tour. He's one of the richest guys in the world and the most successful songwriter of all time. He formed Wings after he left the Beatles and had a solo album, and they were Joe English, Denny Lane, who used to be in the Moody Blues, Linda McCartney, his wife, and Jimmy McCulloch. I would call this song Hands Across the Water, that or Heads Across the Water, Hands Across the Sky, or whatever it was. I'm, I don't even know the title. But he called it Uncle Albert and Admiral Halsey, and Paul McCartney is famous for doing this. This is from the Wings album Ram, 1971, where he makes a little mini symphony with, like Brian Wilson did with Good Vibrations and Queen did with Bohemian Rhapsody. A bunch of little musical vignettes put together with different tempos and different themes and everything. A great song. Here's Paul McCartney. It's called Uncle Albert slash Albert Halsey. I'd call it Hands Across the Water. 1971, a misnamed song. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. We're so sorry if we caused you any pain. Paul McCartney and Wings with Uncle Albert slash Admiral Halsey slash Hands Across the Water. I'm Randy Bachman, and this is the Vinyl Tapcast. We are hopefully ending some confusion you might have, because I have been confused for years. Songs that have the wrong title. We've given you a whole bunch, and there's more to come. We've got two shows of this. Here are the Doors. They were formed in 1965 in L.A. 
Here's a big hit from 1970. Don't know why it's called this, except it's kind of a blues song, so you can call it anything. Written by Jim Morrison. Peaked at 50. It wasn't one of the big hits like Light My Fire or anything else, but here are the doors with a misnamed song. It's called Roadhouse Blues. The Doors with Roadhouse Blues, and now here's a transition that is a blur. It's called Song 2. The band is called Blur. They were formed in 1988 uh, in London. This is from 1997, written by the band members Damon Albarn, Graham Coxon, Alex James, and Dave Roundtree. There's Blur with a song called Song 2, number 2. <laughs> That was Song 2 by Blur as compared to Song 1 or Song 3. Another misnamed song. Here's a really great misnamed song because everybody would call this Stop, Hey, What's That Sound? Everybody, look what's going down. It's called For What It's Worth. I heard this first of all in the mid-60s when Neil Young came back to Winnipeg and played his new acetate of his new album of his band called Buffalo Springfield. And I heard this track. It was amazing. Written and sung by Stephen Stills. Neil's playing lead guitar in it. The band was kind of half Canadian because Bruce Palmer was the bass player and Neil Young was there playing lead guitar. Dewey Martin was the drummer. Stephen Stills and Richie Fure, who were Americans. So it was kind of a half Canadian band. And here they are, 1966, with a song called For What It's Worth. There's something happening here what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth or stop. Hey, what's that sound? Randy Bachman Vinyl Tap. Brought to you by You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. This is Randy Backman, and you're listening to the Vinyl Tapcast. For a full list of songs played, visit randybackman.com slash vinyl tap, and then hit the link. And we are rocking and rolling here with songs that are confusing because they're not called what they should be called. Okay, we just had For What It's Worth by Bethel Springfield. Now we go to English to Mr. David Bowie. This was a pretty big hit song. Stanley Kubrick had a movie called Space Odyssey, and so David Bowie thought he would call the song Space Oddity from 1969. I would call the song Ground Control to Major Tom. So would you. He doesn't say Space Oddity in it at all. This won six Grammy Awards and four Brit Awards. So he had fame going for him, and eventually you found this song by saying, I want to buy Ground Control to Major Tom, or you bought the album. 1969, David Bowie, Space Oddity. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. 
Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control to major tones. That was David Bowie, the Space Oddity, a.k.a. Ground Control to Major Tom. 1993, a band called Four Non-Blondes. Pretty cool name for a band. Written by Linda Perry, who's a great, great songwriter. The song peaked at number four from the album called Bigger, Better, Faster, More. Their alternative rock band from San Francisco. This song sold one and a half million copies. The album stayed on the charts for over a year. The song is called What's Up or What's Up. Here's Four Non Blondes, 1993. Four Non Blondes with What's Up. So these next guys have been buddies of mine for a long time. In the early 70s, I guess early 73, BTO was just getting started. So were these guys. They were the Doobie Brothers. We were all on tour together. We would take turns opening the shows. The Allman Brothers, Bachman Turner Overdrive, the Doobie Brothers, Peter Frampton, ZZ Top. We're all just getting started trying to get one song on the radio. They got one on called, I listened to the music, but this is their big hit from 1973. We don't know why it's called this, because I'd call it Without love, where would we be now? It's the Doobie Brothers, written by Tom Johnson, lead singer and guitar player from the album called The Captain and Me. It's called Long Train Running. the Doobie Brothers with Long Train Running. They are still on tour. If you have a chance to go see them, go and see the Doobie Brothers. You'll have 35 hit songs in two hours. It'll be amazing. We now go to uh, Led Zeppelin, 1975. This song does not have a chorus or a hook line. And it's from their album called Physical Graffiti, written by John Paul Jones, Jimmy Page, and Robert Plant. It's just kind of a riff that goes on and on. That's the great thing about Zeppelin. They had some really good songs, and other songs were built on riffs that they made up, and then they took other blues songs and remodeled them. 1975, here's Led Zeppelin with a song called Trampled Under Led Zeppelin trampled underfoot. You discover music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. Hi, I'm Randy Backman. It's time again for another special You Discover Music capsule. This week we shine the spotlight on another rock supergroup. I know this guy personally. I toured with him. He was my buddy Sammy Hager and The Circle. I toured with him when he was with Van Halen, the Red Rocker, the 5150 tour. For his latest project, he's joined by another Van Halen member. We all know him on bass, Michael Anthony, great bass player. Vic Johnson is the guitarist, and the circle is rounded out by another guy with a pretty solid rock 
pedigree. We all know the pounding thunder of John Bonham with Led Zeppelin. Sammy's new band has Jason Bonham, his son, the son of legendary Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, who drummed with um, Planton Page when they did a Zeppelin reunion. So they've got the Thunderman on drums. Jason Bonham, incredible. The group was formed in Miami in 2014, over a margarita, I'm sure. They just released their third studio album. It's called Crazy Times, and we'll hear the title track. Sammy Hagar and the Circle, Crazy Times. That was Crazy Times, Sammy Hagar in the Circle. The release is due September the 30th. I'm going to get that for my birthday. And you can pre-order now at youdiscovermusic.ca. You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. Youdiscovermusic.ca. Now a band I thought were fantastic. I played a lot of gigs with them. They are called The James Gang which is after the outlaw gang that used to rob stagecoaches and banks in the Wild West. They were Joe Walsh, Jim Fox, and Dale Peters. They were a great trio. This song, which is a great guitar riff that everybody plays every time they plug in a guitar in 1970. Don't know why, but it's called Funk 49, James Gang featuring Joe Walsh. Or you might call it, you know where I'm going. That's what he sings a lot. going from one power trio to another power trio. These guys are from the late 90s. From San Francisco, Billy Joe Armstrong, Mike Dern, and the greatest name for a drummer, Trey Cool. Isn't that great? Trey Cool. This song peaked at 11. It's called Good Riddance, but it's another song written by Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer. And it's an acoustic song. They are a punk rock band, like in your face, like the Sex Pistols. But this is a big ballad, acoustic guitar, a wonderful song, but misnamed. It's called Good Riddance. He's broken up with his girlfriend. Here's Green Day, 1997, Good Riddance. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time Billy Joe Armstrong singing Good Riddance, but it should be called I Hope You Had the Time of Your Life. He's singing about breaking up with his girlfriend. Let's get into BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive, the mid-70s, 1975, a song that should have been called Let It Roll, but there already was a couple of songs called Let It Roll. So here we go, BTO, 1975, Roll On Down the Highway.
hope you're enjoying this online edition of Vinyl Tap. And for a full list of songs played on this podcast, visit randybackman.com and click the link. We're getting near the end of the show, and we're hanging out in Canada. This guy is a great Canadian rock and roller. His name is Sam Roberts, and uh, he totally rocks. The album is called Love at the End of the World, 2008. The song is called Detroit, 67, like 1967. Here's Sam Roberts. That was Sam Roberts, and now we've reached the end of the show. We are playing the song that has been the number one downloaded song of all time, over one billion downloads. It is Queen from 1975, the song that took them one year to do in the studio. They spent six to seven months just doing the vocals on this one song. It's hundreds and hundreds of tracks of vocals where they would put the vocals uh, through headphones and then mic the headphones and then put them through speakers and mic the speakers and sing it again and again and again. Here is Queen, 1975. I don't know what you'd call this song. Figaro, 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 I will not let you go. Let me go. You can take any little part of the song and sing it and people will know what you're referring to. Here's Queen closing out the show with misnamed songs, but it's the most appropriate misname of all, Bohemian Rhapsody. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor That was Queen, Freddie Mercury Queen with Bohemian Rhapsody. And that's it for now. I'll be back with another Vinyl Tapcast very soon.